Hello, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is Spider-Man Far From Home. It is the second Spider-Man movie of the Tom Holland era. Um, the best Spider-Man, in my opinion. Okay, I know it's going <laughs> to ruffle a lot of feathers because most people love, I know, Andrew Garfield. Just kidding. Most people love Tobey Maguire, but... Um, yeah, I have a few issues with those films. But anyway, um, so this one takes place after the last Avengers movie where, spoiler alert, I feel if I, I can say this, it's been two years now, uh, Tony Stark dies, right? So Iron Man is no more. So this movie kind of uh, picks up after that. It picks up after the blip, you know, which was, if you remember, in Avengers Endgame uh, or Avengers Infinity War actually at the end of that uh, Thanos snaps his fingers while wearing the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones. Half of all life disappears. Um, and then in Avengers Endgame, they, five years later, they managed to bring everyone back. But it's been five years. So uh, Spider-Man was one of those that was blipped along with Ned and a few other people. So it, it kind of picks up with that. And it takes like a, a more humorous uh angle to it whereas you know um endgame was very kind of sad and you know living with the tragedy of losing these people but this one it still you know goes through that kind of sadness of you know uh peter parker trying to deal with tony stark's death because they became very close he was almost like a father figure to him excuse me so um it does deal with that but it's really more the movie itself is more like a kind of like the way home uh homecoming the first spider-man movie was it's it's very much like a teenage movie which i love it's very different from the other uh marvel movies it's very much a teenager movie you know he's in love with uh mj played by um zendaya and he, you know he's got a crush on her. he's like oh i'm gonna try to tell her how i feel when we're in this european trip I'm going to buy her this this uh, piece of jewelry. And so it's about that. It's about him trying to kind of like take a vacation from being Spider-Man. <laughs> but of course, you know, when you're a superhero, you can't really take vacations, right? There's always something going on. And so in this movie, we get introduced to this uh, new villain, which it's funny because for those who don't know the comic books, the the trailer didn't show you that he was a villain they showed you they showed him as like possibly a good guy but if you know anything about the comic books like us nerds do we already know mysterio is a villain so when you know jake gyllenhaal is playing mysterio you're like oh this guy's a bad guy but it's not set up that way at the beginning he's supposedly this other superhero that's fighting these uh you know these other creatures that are like made out of water and fire the elementals but anyway, we'll get more into the, the plot line of that. But that's, of course, another thing that's going on while he's trying to take this vacation. This whole other mess is going on with Mysterio and these um, these the destruction of all these major European sites. Uh, so before we get into all that, Sam, what did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? I liked this movie. <clears throat> um, I remember when it first came out, I was not very excited about it because I was just like, I mean, that huge Avengers movie just came out. So what else could be, what else could they do with this, 
like continuing Spider-Man. Like I just didn't, I didn't know what to expect. Um, and I, I don't remember much from the trailers. So I just remember thinking like, oh, I wasn't that interested in it. Um, but then I found out Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. And let's just talk about how hot he is for a second um, with his little beard and everything. Uh, so then I got excited about the movie. And I don't love this movie, but it was still really good. It still has its funny parts, um, full of action. The story was interesting. Um, it, it sets it all up, basically. Um, at the end, you have to watch those, uh, what are they called? Like credits? Yeah, the after credit scenes, basically. I, I feel <clears throat> like that's all what this movie was really just setting up was for that to lead into the next movies coming up. Um um, but it was a fun movie. It was very entertaining. It was his friends are funny. The teachers are funny. Um, I, they always do a good job. Well, yeah, they always do a good job writing for for this Spider Man. I feel like, and then with Happy and Aunt May, like it always just had that fun comedic element to the movie, which I appreciated. Um, I like how they how they kind of turned Mysterio how they made you believe one thing and and then explained really who he is afterwards. I, I liked that because it really surprised me because I knew nothing about Mysterio um, from the comic books. So that was that was cool. I liked that. Um, what else? I like, I love, uh, what's her name? Zendaya's character? Uh, she's uh, just MJ. Oh yeah, MJ. I love her character. I just love how she's, sarcastic and she's smart too that's my favorite thing about her and um could i like how i just like how they have her character as a smart female uh what i guess a lead one of the leads Mm -hmm. and um because she figures out something right and so someone's like someone to i don't want to like spoil this part or anything really but she figures something out and so someone's asks her like oh like they told you about this and she's like no I figured it out on my own like I did it all myself and then even towards the end of the movie her and the other female classmate are the only ones holding weapons while the guys are like kind of standing behind them like all scared of the fight the big fight that's going on so I I like how they empower the the female characters in this movie um not only with like weapons but with their smarts too and so um I appreciated that. And the what's his name that plays Peter Parker? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <clears throat> yeah, he's a little cutie and he always does great as Spider-Man. Like he's so believable as a 16-year-old and he he's just awesome. He's I think he's a really good Spider-Man. I guess he's the best Spider-Man. I guess I'll agree with you. You agreed with me the last time. What made you change your mind? Um I don't know. I don't know if it's how it was written and or the way he delivers it too. Like with Tobey Maguire, I didn't what? I was going to say Tobey Maguire was too old to play that role. Yeah, I didn't get that kid feeling from Tobey Maguire, but I always get it with Tom Holland. Um yeah, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I guess it's the age 
difference, but I really don't know why. Because they both played it kind of nerdy. They were like this, these smart, nerdy kids. But I don't know. Maybe this Tom Holland has more of like the comedic element to his character, and I, I like that more. Oh, so you're, you are saying it. Well, because you seem mm-hmm. to be... Well, because <laughs> you, you, you said I guess, but last time you said like you were definitely positive. That's what I was that, asking. That Tom Holland was better? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. But... I'll go replay that episode for no, people later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to give anything away. Oh, I do like that they're in Italy. I like um, that they do a lot of traveling in this movie. Um, it's fun to see, you know, different countries. Just to me, I miss traveling. Um, but it's a fun movie, super entertaining, super full of action. So I feel like even if you're not a Marvel fan, I think I think you would like the action in this movie that's constantly moving. Um, so yeah, I highly rec- recommend this movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I love this movie. Um, I think I enjoyed it more. I've enjoyed it more rewatching it than I did also when we first saw it. When we first saw it, I think I remember actually posting. I was like, I think I'm done with superhero movies for a while. <laughs> I think, And I said that. And I, I think it was because of the fact, like you said, we had seen this whole epic story arc with the whole Avengers thing, the Infinity Gauntlet, everything. Um, and so that was such an epic thing. And then to kind of come back again and like, okay, let's watch another one now. It was just kind of like, I felt... Almost like the way I felt when I watched Toy Story Four, I was like, "Why was what was why was this needed? This was an un- unnecessary sequel." Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt. Like, why are we still like you said? Why are we still doing this? What are we still doing on this? Um, like, what else are you gonna do? Even though I love, I mean, Spider Man. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. I probably have. That Spider Man growing up was my favorite comic book character. Like, that was the. That was my go-to. You know, some people was it Batman, some people it's Superman. For me, it was Spider-Man. Um, I still have a bunch of his com- those comic books. Um, so that's why when I say that I think Tom Holland does the best job, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm more qualified than anybody to, to say that. I'm just saying I feel like he was closer to the comic books the way that the comics were written than Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Um Nothing against those. The Spider Man Two is still a great movie. That you know, the one with Tobey Maguire. I think it still holds up. Um, I just really, it really, when I first saw that movie, it really ticked me off that the web came out of his wrists. I was like, <laughs> "What is that? That was never part of the comic books." Um, you know, and that it, it pissed me off because it took away from his his intellect. You know, he's supposed to be this really smart kid, which, you know, he is. And he creates those web shooters. He builds them. He designs them. So I'm guessing it was more of a convenience thing for the yeah. original. It's like, ah, I just have it come out of his skin, uh, which makes no sense. And that means you would have to cut a hole into your, I don't know. Anyway, um, so I really like Tom Holland in this role. I think he he's, he's the best uh, Spider-Man. I love... Zendaya's character in this one, I think they really did a good job. Because in the, in the first movie, she really was kind of a background character. She would pop in every once in a while to say something really sarcastic or just look at them weird. This one, she's 
she's more developed as a character, which I like. And I'm guessing the reason for that was because in the first movie, he, uh, Tom Holland's character, uh, Peter Parker, is interested in that oh, other girl. Yeah, that's right. So they give her more screen time instead of Zendaya. But anyway, I like that she's this kind of weird kid. Like she's into like conspiracy theories and she's uh, a feminist, obviously. And she's, um, she just speaks her mind, you know, and she's sarcastic, like you said. But he likes her because of that, not in spite of that. It's like, I like her. She's kind of weird. And, you know, so I like that they, they made her an interesting character. And I just, yeah. not just, oh, a pretty girl, you know, like, oh, she's, she's hot. So I love her or something, you know. She has a cool personality. Um, what I did like also, and I think this may be something that I've just caught on to as I've rewatched it, is you kind of said, like, even if you don't like superhero movies, you might like this. I thought it was funny that the whole Mysterio character, at least in this version of the character, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, he's kind of making fun of the whole superhero thing himself. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh my God. Like we live in this age where in order to be taken seriously, you have to like shoot laser beams or like wear these stupid costumes and wear a cape. So fine. I'll do that if that's, what's going to get people's attention. So I feel like it was a comment, a commentary on like the superhero fixation that we have. Yeah. It was just kind of poking fun at the whole thing. So I I thought that was funny that he's just like rolling his eyes. Like, you know, Nobody pays attention to the smart people anymore. It's all about these superheroes with the the capes and the flying around and doing stupid stuff. And there's even that <laughs> there's this whole plot where they cuz the whole thing with Mysterio is that he's all about illusions and stuff. So um he just said it was he makes this comment where I think one of his his teammates made up this story, you know, about him fighting these elementals and he's like I, and apparently that's the kind of thing people believe nowadays so it's it's a commentary on like um like i said superheroes and also i found it really interesting not to get too political in this but i found it really interesting that this came out in 2019 kind of right at the height of all of this like fake news what's fake what's real um what what do you choose to believe Mm -hmm. in terms of information? So even at the end, without giving too much away again, something is revealed and it's, you're watching on this big screen in like Times Square and it's like, Oh, and this was, this video was um, contributed by the controversial news web, uh, uh, website, daily bugle, whatever.net. Which is funny because, of course, anybody that knows the Daily Bugle knows that that's – or knows Spider-Man knows the Daily Bugle was the newspaper that Peter mm-hmm. Parker worked at. But in this version of Spider-Man, the Daily Bugle is this like kind of this InfoWars like Alex Jones type thing, <laughs> which I thought was funny um, that they presented it that way. And so, again, it's that thing of like – and then the video that they show, it's like it's obviously been heavily edited it's been like put together to make it look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, wow, that's crazy because of course now everyone believes what they just showed. And um, again, I just thought it was an interesting commentary on news and information and how that can be easily manipulated. And again, kind of going back with this whole illusion thing of, 
fake news and and how that became a, a thing and how the people that used to be considered fake news are now using taking that term and throwing it back at the other side and going no you're fake news and everyone's like oh yeah and it's just weird like you can decide now what you believe is fact instead of like just mm-hmm. being presented with facts you be- you decide what's a fact and what's not and i think there's even a quote that um zendaya's character says it was from george orwell i'm sure it was from 1984 i forgot what she said but basically she said something to the effect of we're living in an age where um objective truth is no longer like um it's no longer a commodity it's no longer a thing like it's no longer about being objective it's it's like what's what's your truth what what truth do you believe it's just so i thought i found that really interesting there because it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't like it's not heavy-handed it's not like oh this is what we're talking about but if you choose to look at that that's how i i saw it now after seeing it a couple times i'm like this is interesting that they have this kind of little this little commentary about um news and information and how it's how it can be manipulated to uh fit one agenda or another you know yeah it's a larger commentary on media in general but anyway of course, most people are gonna aren't gonna just gonna breeze right past that, and they're just gonna see this cool like Spider Man movie, which it is. I, I think it's a really good Spider Man sequel, and like you said, the ending, especially that first um, post credit scene, really is gonna take us into this third movie, um, No Way Home, which is the one that's coming out uh, this coming Thursday or Friday, uh, which I'm very excited to see because as you've seen in the trailer, if you've seen the trailer. It's amazing. <laughs> they brought a, They brought in like all. I think I want to say all of the former uh, villains, super villains in the Spider Man movies, in the Tobey Maguire movies, and in the uh, Andrew Garfield movies, which is crazy, but really smart in the way they're doing this whole multiverse thing to yeah. make it seem like, oh, you know, there's no right or wrong. Because, you know, we've ha- we're having this discussion, like, who's the better, best Superman or Spider-Man? Well, I guess they're going to say, well, there is no best Spider-Man. There's a Spider-Man for this uh, timeline or whatever, or this dimension. There's a Spider-Man for this dimension. Because as we've said, you know, they're, these characters and, and even like the, like we said, the Daily Bugle, everything is portrayed differently in each of these films in these in these series they're portrayed a little bit differently um but yeah i really liked seeing mysterio because he's one of my i mean i remember i remember him as a a super villain in 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 the spider-man comics that's the cool thing about spider-man and also it's it's very similar to like batman they have this huge um what do they call that the the rogue gallery or basically they have this long list of supervillains that they fight against and they're all like it's not just like one or two like there's so many different ones you can just make so many of these movies i mean they've made how many spider-man movies eight three four five six seven this is the seventh one the eighth one's coming up um and they've 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 only repeated one of the um super villains and that's um what's his face green goblin they used mm-hmm. him and but you know you the, the spider-man 3 they used three freaking villains <laughs> in one movie you had a uh, green goblin this time played uh 
taken up by what's his face uh not Norman Osborne but Harry Osborne you know uh James oh, Franco yeah. um so you had Green Goblin again you had um Sandman and then you also had uh Venom briefly but uh that's another question I have for this new movie I went, I'm wondering cuz you know if you saw if you saw the last Venom movie that came out which wasn't very good um there's a little connection there to all this as well but um yeah i really enjoyed this movie i enjoy the music um it's it's got a very just like the first one the homecoming it's got this very like 80s vibe to it which is weird it's like i'm guessing the director grew up watching like um you know those john hughes comedies and stuff because it and the song the last song the song during the credits is vacation by the go-go's like i mean obviously they're on vacation but it's just funny that they use that song and then the first one had all these references to like Ferris Bueller and um they had the Ramones oh, yeah. in there too. But anyway, um I enjoyed this movie. I think it's worthwhile. I think like you said going into this next movie, I think really the only thing that connects it is like like you said the post credit scene, the after credit scene, but I think it's enjoyable regardless. Yeah, it is. Just to kind of like see how this wraps up the – because this really did wrap up. This was the last movie in the um, the third phase, what they call the third phase of the the Marvel movies. So this was like the end of the, the three phases. And then the next movie was what? Black Widow and that started the fourth phase, which is kind of off to a rocky start to be honest with you because we still haven't even seen – what was it? The Eternals, because it just didn't look very good. No, that's the only one we haven't seen, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, every phase doesn't have, or every phase has, like... It's Rocky movies, yeah, uh, definitely. That's yeah. that's for sure. Um, But I, I just don't know where they're going to go with this one, I guess. Kind of like, like what you said, what we're talking about with the Spider-Man thing. It's like, what are, where are we going now? What, what's, what's next on the horizon here? I think... They've mentioned something, and I think um, the after-after-credits scene has something to do with the larger picture that we're going to be seeing going uh. forward. Yeah. It's more. It's it's going to be more, like, um, space-oriented. But anyway, um, yeah, there's some cool cameos. I would say definitely, if you watch it, definitely don't skip the <laughs> those after-credit scenes, obviously. Uh, because it gives you even more because there's a big thing that happens in this movie where i remember both of us even this time this is like my third or fourth time watching this i was like how did nick fury fall for this because there's something that happens where you're like how did nick nick fury is supposed to be like on top of everything he's a super spy he was always one step ahead like i remember him in captain america he was always like um what was it winter soldier he was always like one step ahead of the game like Mm -hmm. he knew it was gonna happen or and then for him to fall for something like this, you're like, what? I just it seemed out of character. And then when you watch the post credits scene, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you'll definitely get some uh, some answers there to some probably some of your questions if you watch this. But <laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to add? Nope. I guess that wraps it up for Spider Man: Far From Home. Uh, we'll probably be talking to you next time about Spider Man. No Way Home. I don't know why they 
decided to go with his home theme, but yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at third row from the front. Let us know what movies you'd like us to watch or review. And we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front. Bye. Bye.